Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Welcome back. We have another prison plan, veteran suicide prevention, and home prices. I'm Mike Morgan, and we're down in Alabama. Alabama Governor Kay Ivey's plan to have private developers build prisons and then lease them to the state famously died in June when the lenders pulled out of the deal. So it's back to the drawing board. The U.S. Department of Justice has pointed out a number of problems with Alabama's prisons that go well beyond the infrastructure. But as the state addresses those problems, they're faced with existing prisons with an average age of 44 years. That doesn't sound as old as it used to, incidentally. But the Alabama Department of Corrections says the prisons are in a bad way in their design and condition, and that it doesn't make financial sense to simply try to renovate them. AL.com's Mike Kaysen reports that the state's Republican leaders have a new draft bill on prison construction that's going before House and Senate caucuses this week. The plan being discussed would be to build two new 4,000-bed men's prisons. Those are big prisons, bigger than any in the state so far. One in Elmore County and one in Escambia County. And a smaller women's prison in Elmore County to be built later to replace the Julia Tutwiler prison. Now, the men's prison in Elmore County would include special facilities for medical care, mental health care, and substance abuse treatment for the inmates. The plan also would close four men's prisons, renovate others, and buy or lease a prison in Perry County. State Senator Clyde Chambliss, a private Republican, said he hoped there would be a special session over the next couple months to debate the plan. The governor decides whether or not to call a special session. Otherwise, the 2022 regular session cranks up on January 11th. The Alabama Department of Veterans Affairs has a new position aimed at preventing suicide, reports AL.com's Mike Kaysen. The ADVA hired Sissy Louise Moore to fill that position. She'll coordinate the program, Alabama's Challenge for Preventing Suicide Among Service Members, Veterans, and Their Families. The ADVA says that while only 9.1% of Alabamians have served in the military, 18% of suicide deaths in Alabama involve veterans. Moore will manage other programs as well, helping veterans with substance abuse, homelessness, and other issues. Well, the real estate market is still a seller's market in Alabama, reports AL.com's William Thornton. Now, you already realize this if you've tried to buy a home recently. The low number of homes on the market, a backlog of people looking to buy, a low supply of materials, and the labor shortage have all conspired to keep prices up, and homes simply don't sit on the market very long. Stats from the Alabama Center for Real Estate at the University of Alabama show that the statewide median sales price for a home in July in Alabama was $218,374. That's an 11% increase over a year ago and nearly a percent higher than the previous month. Note that 
we were already in a seller's market a year ago. Now, if you're like me, you're seeing dollar signs and wonder how much you can get for your home right now. The problem is, if you sell, then you've probably got to buy too. And while I have decent room in the truck, I can't share with everybody, you know. Thank y'all for listening. We will be back here again tomorrow. Until then, come on by and see us anytime you want to. We're on the World Wide Web at AL.com. Thank you.